This podcast is brought to you by My Wedding Professionals. A group of award-winning suppliers and experts for your wedding day. Hello and welcome to this latest podcast for My Wedding Professionals. We are a group of multi-award winning wedding suppliers based in Kent from whom you can find all your wedding essentials and basically anything you may need for a great wedding. I am Peter Thompson, Professional Toastmaster, and in these podcasts we will be chatting with one of our own experts to give you some ideas, inspiration and options for your very special wedding day. And we hope that you will find them informative, interesting and even amusing. Today, I'm delighted to be speaking to Elizabeth Joseph Love about the artistry of wedding makeup. Welcome, Elizabeth. Hello, Peter. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, You are the current winner of the Kent Wedding Awards Beauty Awards. I am. Well done. Thank you. That's now. Yes. When did your interest in makeup actually start? Ah, many, many years ago when I went to theatre school. Um, I trained as a professional dancer at Dorenberg College in uh, Sidcup and did a sort of module on commercial and theatre makeup there and that's when it's sort of my love for makeup first started and a lot of my friends at college would say Liz will you put my put some makeup on for me and I was I would love it and and basically that's where it started. Okay so where did you go from there? I travelled all over the world I did West End theatre so I was in the musical Cats in the West End and did Can Can at the Strand also in the West End and learnt my trade sort of in that industry with commercial and stage makeup. Right. How did the move come about to wedding makeup? Yeah, I, I was just looking for something that would fulfill me creatively and I took a break and I had my children and decided about five years ago to go back to makeup so I retrained at the Christina Gasparis Academy in Richmond and she is the most amazing makeup artist Uh, she won the TWIA national competition Um, a wonderful makeup artist so I wanted to do it properly if I went back into makeup I wanted to do it you know, 100%, put 100% into it and really train well. And so that's what I did. I trained with her and sort of went back into it. Um, thought I would actually thought about doing it for a year and planned my website, planned how I was going to do it before I launched everything. And yeah, it was just took off. It was really successful and I love it. I love every minute of it. Fabulous. Of course, the people listening won't be able to see that you are smiling, you're happy, you're really (laughs) bubbly, just talking about makeup. It's Mm. wonderful. Perhaps we can talk specifically about some aspects of wedding makeup, Mm -hmm. because for me, it is all a foreign country. Foreign language. Yeah. uh, Perhaps we can now talk about the specifics of wedding makeup because it is all completely above my pay grade (laughs) how do you decide 
the makeup that's appropriate for any particular bride? Wow, that that's a huge question right there. So there's so much that goes into it. First of all, shape and proportion, the shape of their faces, the shape of their eyes. There's also colour theory, so you have to take colour into consideration, the colour of their eyes, the undertone of their skin. There literally is so much to decide. And then, of course, you've got to give the bride a choice because she may be set in her ways. I've done my makeup like this for years. So you have to kind of persuade them, well, try this, this will suit you, you know, and it just goes from there. But there literally is so much that goes into it. I don't think people realise. So you obviously have a great theoretical knowledge about mm. how makeup should be. Do you have a trial with brides? Yes, that's essential for a bride to have a trial. Um so I go to the location of their choice and the trial can take anywhere from an hour and a half to about three hours. I give the bride my time. We discuss all the aspects of the wedding from the dress, the hair, the bridesmaids' dresses, the colour theme, all that I need to know so that the more I know, the more her makeup will harmonise with her vision. Of, of her wedding. We have a bride who I assume applies makeup every day. Some do, some don't. Okay. Perhaps <laughs> Let's we assume could, they do. Perhaps we could compromise and uh -huh. say most mm -hmm. probably do at some mm -hmm. stage. How is it different on a wedding day? Okay, so if a bride is just putting makeup on to go to the office... Um, that will probably take her 10, 20 minutes tops because she wouldn't have much time. So on the wedding day, a bride's makeup takes an hour because it's literally layers and layers of makeup thinly applied and blended so that it lasts a really a long time. And yeah, it's just built up and built up and built up um, until you get that sort of picture perfect look. Okay. You mentioned theat or we were talking about theatrical makeup mm -hmm. earlier. Mm -hmm. My impression of theatrical makeup is that it's very thick. Yep. We could perhaps say the industrial strength makeup. How do you make it subtle for a bride? Blending. So you do, you know, if you do a full coverage, full on makeup, it's exactly the same as a subtle, soft makeup. But the difference is you just have a lighter touch, you use slightly lighter colours. Um, yeah, and so if, I, say for instance, I'm doing the lips, I will still use a lip liner, uh, the same as I would on a, as a full coverage, full-on makeup, full glam makeup. I would still, for a soft makeup, use a lip liner, but I would blend it in. I would still use a lip colour lipstick. Um, I would still maybe ombre the centre, I would still use a lip gloss, so I would do exactly the same, except that lip liner on a full coverage makeup might be a little more prominent as it would um, a soft makeup. But the layers are the same, same thing. You said you will apply makeup that will last, and obviously a mm -hmm. wedding day could last 12 hours mm -hmm. maybe. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of activity involved yes. in those 12 hours with the bride hugging and kissing yes. 100 guests over the course of the day. Mm -hmm. I always tell her air kisses. No, no kisses as in red lipstick on the cheek because that's not going to work. <laughs> okay, so you, fine. 
that was go- that was the reason yeah. for my question. How does it survive all of that hugging? Your advice is don't do it. No. Um, so I would say, so the makeup, as I said, is, is layers and blended and built up. Okay. So um, also waterproof. You've got to use waterproof makeup. So um, the foundation is waterproof. Um, the mascara, obviously, because they do a lot of crying, is waterproof. Um, the only thing I would say that they need to top up during the day or for the evening is they will need to redo their lips, lipstick or lip colour because that will wear off. Uh, you can get prolonged wear lipsticks, but I find them very, the texture's horrible and they're very drying to the lips. So I don't advise that, that they use a, a prolonged lipstick. So they usually buy their own lip colour and also maybe a sheer powder in the T-zone. In the just if there's any oil coming through on the T-zone, just to powder that. You're talking about the T-zone? Yes, T-zone, the centre of the face. So the, the forehead, round the nose and the chin area. Okay, thank you. Because that's the area that gets oily. Right. Brides will get married throughout the year and in the summer when it's hot bright sunny day we hope we're all advised to wear high spf makeup what are views on that okay any other day of the year i say plaster yourself in spf however on your wedding day you do not want a high spf so an high spf has those little light reflective particles in it and what that does if you have a high spf it will flash back in photography so you'll get a white cast on the face in your photos so most foundations have an spf in it but it's usually no more than about 20 or 30 so that's what i would advise just a low spf on your wedding day i mean you're not going to be out in the sun for a long long time anyway so I think earlier you said it will take an hour to make up Mm -hmm. a bride. Mm -hmm. Do you also make up other people in the wedding party? Oh, yes, yes, definitely. So usually I have some bridesmaids, maid of honour, mother of the bride as well, sometimes um, (laughs) mother-in-law as well. Yeah. So what is the maximum number in this cast that you can Ah, make so up? that would depend, very good question. That would depend on how much time I'm allocated and how early the bride's prepared to start or her, some of her party is prepared to start. Interestingly, some of the venues are now not letting the makeup artists and the hairdresser in until nine o'clock. So on many occasions, if I've got a big party, I have to take an assistant with me. But usually, the most I've done on my own is eight. And I've started around 6.37 in the morning and the ceremony will be about two. But it just depends on, you know, that that time allocation that the bride's been given for either the venue or, you know, when she's got to be ready by. Without naming names, I was at a wedding recently and I encountered the bride's daughter in tears because she didn't like the makeup that had been applied. Okay. How do we prevent that? So if you find one of the wedding party is really anxious about how they like their makeup applied because some people are really knowledgeable these days about makeup i would say definitely have a trial with the bride if you're going to be anxious if you're going to be worried just have a trial it'll put your mind at rest would you also be prepared to use somebody's own makeup that's a good question as well so 
as I said, some brides are really knowledgeable and some have a really nice collection of makeup. And a bride will say to me, oh, I have this Charlotte Tilbury eyeshadow and I love it. I wear it every day and I'd love to wear it on my wedding day. And I'll say, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Or they'll come with a lip colour. This is my favourite lip colour. I really want to use this. It really suits me. And I'll say, that's absolutely fine. Um, if a bride says to me, I want to use this makeup, this foundation, for instance, and it's a low quality foundation, I will probably say, why don't you try mine? Because it's going to be much better. It's just trying to persuade them that that my, my high quality makeup, because it's only high end makeup that I use, will be better for them. But will the bride on their wedding day uh-huh. look totally different from how they are normally? So what I suggest to the bride is bring a picture at the trial, bring several pictures. Let's see the style of makeup you're going for. Um, We can talk about colour, you know, and then I will replicate, basically, or we'll decide together a makeup look. Um, Sometimes they, they say, oh, I look so much better. I'm just an enhanced version of myself. I am reluctant to mask a face. I think women are beautiful. And I don't see any point in literally covering their face like there's a mask. So usually they're very happy. My signature look is what we call soft glam, which is in between natural and full glam. And that soft glam is really good and it reads really well in photographs as well. And most brides love that kind of look that's sort of in between the glam and the natural. And they feel themselves? Yes. As a Toastmaster, I occasionally find myself just checking a couple of things with the bride in the bridal prep room Mm -hmm. on the wedding day. That is almost a foreign country to me, but I'm conscious (laughs) the atmosphere is very important for that part of the day. How do you add to that atmosphere? Calm, calm, calm. (laughs) That's the way to do it. You just got to just remind the bride to breathe, and do you know what? The makeup application is so, so lovely for them because they have an hour to sit down and go, oh, I can't do anything else except sit here. And it's like a little facial massage, really. And they love it. And so that, that hour to put their makeup on is a real, really nice, relaxing and stress-free experience for them. And that's really important on their wedding day. In one of our previous podcasts, we spoke to Angela of uh, RKW, yes, our hairstylist. So I'm going to ask you a similar question to her. Who goes first, hair or makeup? <laughs> That's such a good question too. All right, so I prefer to do makeup before hair. Once that hair's done, okay, I don't want to move that hair at all. I want to do the makeup first and then send the bride to hair and then she will do hair. I, When I do makeup for the bride, I never do the lips until just before she puts the dress on. So she'll have all her makeup done, then she'll accept the lips, then she'll go to hair, have her hair styled. Then, as I say, before she puts the dress on, she'll come and do her lips just at the last moment. You'll probably be delighted to know that's exactly what Angela yeah. said. 
the bride also just to add to that the bride goes in the middle so the bride never has her makeup done first out of her party and she'll never have her makeup done last so we try and do the bride everyone works around the bride so we try and do the bride in the middle and then maybe a bridesmaid or two first and then a mother of the bride last yeah so the bride takes priority and everyone works around her so why in the middle why not leave her till last so you don't want her makeup done too early and you don't want her to leave her too last because then it's too much of a rush for her and just in case something happens we just need the bride ready in the middle and stress-free and stress-free yeah perhaps we could suggest that when we look at a wedding magazine, mm -hmm. they are all beautiful ladies in their own right, but many of us are less than perfect, if I may mm -hmm. put it like mm -hmm. that. So if someone has a skin condition, mm -hmm. uh, a scar perhaps, mm -hmm. How do you deal with that? Okay, so we're literally bombarded these days with perfect images mm. of models who look amazing. They are also airbrushed. Those models are airbrushed. They have spots sometimes, you know, and there are imperfections. Um, we're dealing with real women with real issues, with some scarring, some rosacea sometimes. Mm. Um, what I can do as a makeup artist is I can disguise colour. So if a spot is very angry and it's red, I can disguise that redness completely. So colour I can change. When it comes to texture, so if a bride is or the person I've made up turns to the side, you will still see that spot because the, I cannot change texture. I can, however... The skin surface, I can improve the look of the surface of the skin. So some fine lines, I can disguise a little. But but yeah, it's colouration that I can change. Is there any preparation brides ought to be um, undertaking in the lead up to the wedding? Yeah, hydration is key. So um, preparation, the skin preparation can start literally up to a year, six months beforehand. Um, obviously, cleanse, moisturise um, twice a day, um, drink lots of water, get lots of sleep, cut down on the alcohol a little bit, um, not too much tea and coffee, all those sort of things. Sort all the fun of, things just, cut out. Yeah, all the fun <laughs> things have got to go just before your wedding. But if there are, if I come across a bride that does have um, severe rosacea, for instance, or has a skin problem, I will send them to Dr. Sophie Schotter, who's my sort of go-to lady who has a skin care illuminate clinic, and she will help them sort of. But that needs to happen sort of six months before. And that's for people with particular dermatological yeah, yeah, problems. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Looking at the ideal glamour picture, we are sometimes mm. led down the spray tan route. <laughs> what are your views on spray tan and wedding makeup? I say it's entirely up to the bride, whatever she's comfortable with. However, what I would say with a spray tan, do not overdo it and have a practice 
run before if you've never had a spray tan before have a practice run and have a light spray tan only a light spray tan um, if you're wearing a white wedding dress be careful a spray tan with a white dre wedding dress will look even darker so one thing to remember about a spray tan is that you should never spray tan your face if you're going to have uh, bridal makeup. Um, what happens with the face? You'll have the body done two days before and then the bride will wash her face and it becomes a little patchy on the face. So I would suggest that if you're having a spray tan, do not spray tan the face because it's harder for me to cover a patchy face and I want a blank canvas. So if a bride is coming to you for a trial and they are considering a spray tan for the day of the wedding, mm -hmm. should they come to you spray tanned for the trial? It doesn't really matter because it's really easy for me. Whatever colour they are, I just rematch using different colour foundations. So there, I have to match as a makeup artist their décolletage area. So that's the neck and chest area. So if they have their trial in the in the winter and they're quite pale, then I will match to that. If they come, if their wedding's in the summer um, and their trial's been done in the winter, that's absolutely fine. Brides do worry about that. They say, oh, I'm a different colour at the trial than I will be on the wedding day. It's really easy. You just rematch. You just mix your foundations and you rematch. It's dead easy. Don't worry about so it. So that brides. leads me to my next question. How heavy is this kit you carry? It sounds as if you have a <laughs> mountain have of stuff. I have five bags and in the winter I have lights as well. So I have a suitcase full of makeup. I have a case full of lashes. Um, I have a case with tools in with all the different like tweezers and scissors and eyelash curlers, things like that. And I have a camera and my lighting in the winter. Nowadays, people invariably have a professional photographer and that gets really close mm -hmm. to their face yes. how have you prepared to deal with that intensive close-up photographic scrutiny yeah so first of all the makeup has to be blended um, there should be no lines of demarcation on the face at all so every line that's on the face should blend one into the other there that's that's so when you've got a close-up photo um then it looks flawless in that photo um dealing with photographers on the day um i'm just really aware that they need to get that shot so i sort of um say what would you like me to do would you like me to hold the mirror up sometimes we do some sort of fake lipstick or brush um pictures as well yeah so it's just working off. it's you've just got to work around people and okay i know now, i was actually thinking you did the portrait photography course okay yes i did uh, that was to develop your business yes so i i learned very early on that i couldn't rely on photographers or brides bless them to send me photos they just they just won't remember um so i bought a canon camera and i did a, a beginner's portrait photography course which kind of sort of went over my head all this iso and and um white balance but um i've got better at it and i now can take portrait shots of my brides to showcase my work here's a question for you i am a man i don't use makeup but mm. i am now on the wrong end of 60 and i have a face full of wrinkles with an 
somewhat older bride. How do we cope with that? Okay, so the choice of foundation is really important. Um, you need to use a foundation that has luminosity in it. So something that would make them look glowy and youthful and radiant rather than something that's full coverage, matte, powdery look. As soon as you start put something that is full coverage on a mature woman, it will accentuate the fine lines rather than disguise. So it's really important to moisturise um, before you start and also to use something like Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk, which is a really lovely foundation that has luminosity to it. So there's hope for me yet? There is, and I do male grooming. <laughs> <laughs> that was something that Tim and I were speaking about earlier. How often do men come to you for makeup? Quite often, yes. So I think I've done, must be about 15 weddings where the men have wanted makeup. So um, I did one at Leeds Castle quite recently and it was a couple that were from America and the bride insisted that he had airbrush makeup. So I do, do, I do offer airbrush makeup and that just puts a very light mist of foundation over the face. And he looked amazing. You couldn't see it in the photographs. Um, yeah, and I've done quite a few men, male grooming. So that that's just skin work, a very light foundation, um, a little tiny bit of subtle contouring and bronzer, um, a lip balm, just do the brows, comb the beard through. Um, yeah, easy. You mentioned the bride takes an hour to make up. Is it the same for all of the bridesmaids and the rest of the bridal party? Um, generally, I allow an hour for the bride, um, but everybody else, so the mother's bridesmaids, it's usually about 45, 50 minutes, so a little bit less. Um, the bride often has individual lashes as well, and they take an extra 10 minutes to do. That's when you put the tiny, tiny clusters of lashes and you stick them with a very soft glue that only lasts a day to their own lashes. So you don't have a strip showing. You know, you can have strip yes, yes. lashes. So they're really popular with brides, the individual lashes. Wow, thank you. So what, in your opinion, is the most difficult area of makeup? Ah, uh, Without a doubt, it's got to be brows. Now, I don't find applying brows hard, but what I do is have to deal with people that have um, very, very different eyebrows. So uh, I'll have someone that comes to me that will have a very, very thin, overplucked, rainbow-shaped brow, and I've got to make that perfect. Um, and then you have... Um, someone that wants those very square-fronted, defined brows. Um, thank goodness the trend now is a really natural sort of fluffy brow. Um, that is the trend, and I love, I love a natural brow. It looks amazing. Um, so I have to deal with all those different attitudes to brows all the time, and it, it, I find that quite hard to try and advise, you know, let's try this, let's try this way, you know, because people are set in their ways. <laughs> especially when it comes to brows. And, of course, they see their face every day and yeah. something that's slightly different from yeah. what they see every yeah. day can be a bit intimidating that's for right. them, perhaps. That's right. So, Elizabeth, thank you for chatting to me today and thank you for sharing some of your ideas and for demystifying some of the issues <laughs> around wedding makeup. 
I have been speaking to our excellent makeup artist, Elizabeth Joseph Love. I am Peter Thompson, professional Toastmaster, and this podcast has been recorded by our good friend, Tim Cullen from Mint DJ Services. We are all from My Wedding Professionals, and we can be found at weddingprofessionals.co.uk and on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening and we look forward to having you with us again shortly.